Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter, and I am live in Albuquerque. We have Tiffany back in Denver, of course, producing and making the show happen. Hello, girl. How you doing? Uh, but yeah, we are in Albuquerque. I'm in Albuquerque. Uh, we've got some really fun stuff to talk about. Of course, while the Rockies are facing off against the Diamondbacks, their AAA clubs are facing each other, respectively. So pretty cool. Uh, it was a pretty wild game here last night. But the thing that we absolutely need to talk about first, which I think is one of the most interesting things happening not just in Albuquerque, but in the minors this week, they have changed the ABS system, the RoboUmp system. They've changed how they are measuring strike zones starting as of yesterday. And they're also adjusting the pitch clock a little bit. They're trying things out. That is the deal here down in the minors. The um, yeah, Major League Baseball has been just trying things out. Pretty interesting. But yeah, let's talk about the pitch clock first. So we've just kind of gotten used to the pitch clock this season. Um, uh, but now they've changed it. So it's 17 seconds, no matter what, whether there's, there's a runner on, whether there's no runner on. So that's definitely something different, but the ABS, the automatic ball strike system, that is something that we're probably going to see in major league baseball in, you know, a year or two, maybe not next year because there's so much technology involved. It's a little more complicated than just adding in a pitch clock, but the ABS system, they have changed the way that they are measuring the strike zone. So it used to be a percentage, you know, based on, you know, the size of the person at the plate, but now they're doing it. I'm going to like read off of this. So I don't mess it up. They're changing the way they're determining the zone. Um, it's now using data from batters from the batters recent plate appearances. So it's going to go from the back of the knee to about five and a five and a half inches above the bottom of the belt. Very specific, but that is how they're measuring the strike zone uh, from this point forward for the rest of the minor league season. And uh, the other thing I didn't realize, they're trying two different ways of using the ABS down here. So uh, the first three games of each series, it's full ABS. It is just the RoboUmp calling balls and strikes. And then for the final three games of each series, uh, it's the challenge system where the home plate umpire will call balls and strikes um, and the team can challenge calls, but the ABS will be the decider of whether the call was correct or not. Very fascinating stuff. Definitely stuff that we're going to see in the majors in the next couple of years. And also, I will say, I will add this, uh, Josh Sushan will join the show for Friday the little Friday pregame show before the Giants game, but he will uh, kind of fill us in on what this ABS has looked like all season. Cause it's a big deal. We're going to see it in the majors. We definitely need to talk about it. All right. So uh, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to come down here to Albuquerque was to talk to a lot of these players that we don't get to see up in Denver or maybe players that we haven't talked to since spring training. But one of the guys we absolutely needed to catch up with was Aaron Shunk. He is, uh, he's had some really good, he's had some really good games. He's struggled a little bit this season, uh, but he's amazing to talk to. But Tiff, are we ready to roll that interview? She says yes. All right, so here is my conversation with Isotopes player Aaron Shunk. We have Aaron Shunk joining the pod now. Aaron, how are you doing? How are you enjoying these uh, dog days here in Albuquerque? Uh, yeah, no, enjoying it. Um, thanks for having me on. But uh, yeah, we're uh, we're having fun out here. Um, 
just kind of trying to come together as a as a group of guys and we're uh, we're hurting a little bit. We're down a bunch of down a bunch of guys, but uh, finding ways to have fun and and keep it interesting. I was gonna say I've been watching you guys. You know, warm up, stretch, all of that. Um, you have a really special group down here. It seems like um, you guys are actually just genuinely having such a good time. Yeah, yeah. We've got a, a fairly young group, so uh, a lot of guys are meshing together, and then we've got some older guys that are bringing a lot of wisdom and a lot of fun and trying to keep it loose. So we're enjoying it right now. Keep it, gotta, keep, gotta keep it loose. Yep, gotta yep, keep it loose. Um, I want to talk about your walk-up song, Brass Monkey, because um, it kind of rhymes with your name. How did you uh, pick this as a walk-up song? Because it's um, like 10 years older than you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my dad's a big uh, Beastie Boys fan. Yeah. And, uh, growing up, I had Monkey as a, as a nickname for a long time because of my last name. Uh, so Shunky Monkey worked. And in high school, uh, my dad and I listened to a lot of music together, and we were like, going through what might be a good walk-up song and and the Beastie Boys came on and that, and that song came on I was like man this, this, could, this could work and we played it at the stadium uh, my freshman year and I was like all right like might build a brand around that so it's been the same walk-up song uh, high school college and all my years in pro Bowl. so let's build a brand I love that uh, you are you were already thinking about what brand am I going to build yeah. even as a, a high school kid <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, we've, my dad and I have spent a lot of time like bonding over music and mm-hmm. so that was a, a good way to good way to do it yeah can i ask what year was your dad born my dad was born in 67 okay okay so he's uh he grew up like in the prime time for those uh those 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 bands and yeah that the math is mathing he's always loved uh kind of the classic rock some okay. of the funky rock stuff and so i grew up not listening to country music and listening to all uh, kind of like old school rock and and the Beastie oh, yeah, Boys uh, right. fit pretty well for uh, a fun baseball song. Well, I was going to say, you work in baseball now here as a player. I'm sure you listen to a lot of country music now. Yes, yes, a lot of country music, <laughs> especially down in Athens. That was kind of the only pregame music. So uh, mm-hmm. I got my got my country fix in, and I'm, I'm working my way into the country music scene. So. Ooh, do you have any, like, favorites right now? Uh, recently, the song I haven't been able to get out of my head is White Horse by Chris Stapleton. So uh, that's been a, a recent find that I've been on repeat. So I was hoping you were going to say White Horse by Taylor Swift. No, no. <laughs> my wife is a Swifty, um, but... No, uh, no Taylor Swift in the in the country genre for me right now. So. Oh my gosh, good to know. Yes. You know, you are closely related to a Swifty, so uh, that's enough for me. Um, uh, now I know um, you've opened up kind of recently about um, you know the mental struggle of you know getting through a season like this where things aren't necessarily working the way you want them to. Um, uh, how are you feeling mentally right now at this point in the season? Yeah, uh, good. I mean, I, I feel like I've put together a good year and. This group's been a lot of fun to be with, and mm-hmm. I've got a lot of good uh, close guys on the friend, or close friends on the team. So mm-hmm. um, it's easy to talk about stuff, and I feel like uh, in professional sports around uh, the country, I feel like more people are getting getting aware of uh, of the mental side of stuff. So I feel like we've had a, a really good group, and we've got some really good people up top. Um, Doug Chadwick's been a big uh, big helper of mine. So mm-hmm. uh, feeling good right now. We're got a couple weeks left but uh just trying to finish strong and have fun with it so yeah actually that was my next question do you feel like it's easier for players to be open about their mental health like with either resources from the team or with each other because I feel like I mean up in Colorado we've seen a lot of that we've heard about it from other teams so what's your take on that yeah I think uh for a long time in sports we've kind of had the idea of like 
you need to go out there and be a lion and, and be this uh, this fortress at all times and uh, it can wear on you at night uh, a lot of people don't don't understand that the people that they're watching play games are, are human too and so when you have a bad day at work and you have a bad day at any point in your life like we go through that too so um, and making mistakes on the field and, and giving up runs and errors and costing games that weighs on us a lot more than it weighs on you as a fan so um, just knowing that that everybody out there is also a person I think um, can open some up some stuff up for the fans and, and realize that you know it's uh, it's a hard game and pretty much any professional sport nobody's out there trying to fail so yeah um, having the resources up top at, a, at each level has been really beneficial and I think the more that you talk about it the more that you give it a, a name or a voice um, you're able to kind of conquer it in your own mind as well yeah, well, we appreciate you talking about it because we love when you guys are able to share how you're feeling. We're, you're people. Yep. It's crazy that people forget that you're people. Yep. <laughs> a lot of people think we're just robots out there and don't make mistakes and have to be perfect. So. Oh my gosh, wait, speaking of robots, one last thing. Uh, you've been working with the automatic ball system, yes. and that's something that we're so curious about because you know we don't see it day in and day out. How has it been? Uh, it was definitely frustrating at the beginning of the year. Um, I think everybody's kind of adjusted to life with it now mm -hmm. um, I think today's the first day that we're adding some new uh, new rules in with the, the ABS system as well so we'll see how that goes um, but I think everybody's adjusted pretty well to it I think everybody could think of some tweaks for it the pitchers probably want the zone to be a little bit bigger and I think hitters want a little bit more time in the box but yeah um, I think they're working uh, working out with their they're trying to figure out what they want so well, I'm excited to see it down here because I haven't actually seen it in person yet. I'm fascinated. Um, now, uh, we're pretty close to the offseason, hopefully a little later rather than sooner. I think you guys have a good thing going on in terms of the postseason. Uh, what do you do in the offseason? What does your life look like? Uh, well, this year, um, the second week of the offseason, my wife and I are getting a puppy. So, Oh, my gosh. Yes, October 7th is puppy pickup day for us. So we're uh, really looking forward to that. Got oh a, my gosh! A Congratulations! Fem a female yellow British uh, British lab on the way, so that'll be fun. Yeah, just turned three weeks old. But uh, other than that, I do a lot of fly fishing. Um, I do a lot of hunting with my uh, brother-in-law. So find a way to stay busy, and then mm -hmm. uh, as we get closer, obviously getting into workouts, and then back into hitting and chomping at the bit to get out back to Arizona. All right. Well, I'm chomping on the bit to see you guys out on the field here at Ice Tips Park. But thank you so much yeah. for chatting with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I know. Tiffany, do you know that song? Brass monkey, the funky monkey. Do you know that song? Yes or no? Well, I do. You do. Okay. What? I don't know what the kids know and don't know these days. I was also thinking white horse when he said that earlier. So I'm, I'm same way. Like, okay. We're on the same wavelength. You saw my face light up. If you're watching us on YouTube, like when he said white horse, I was like, Oh, Oh, never mind. Oh, never man, mind. Not a <laughs> um, I will live a long, happy life after this hardship. Um, we are so stoked to talk about Breckenridge Distillery real fast. We'll just talk about it. We were doing shot skis of Breck Distillery um, at our um, at our tailgate, at our most recent tailgate. And we've got more tailgates coming up, but they are an award-winning distillery right here in Colorado. They are local. They are amazing. They, um, 
Oh, and right now they have a battle of Bronco blends, the Ed McCaffrey versus Alfred Williams. Uh, so vote on your favorite and win Breck Distillery and Bronco swag. Um, so to enter, go to BreckenridgeDistillery.com slash bourbon dash of dash Denver dash Broncos. Um, so the what you could win, you could win two tickets to the Breckenridge bourbon whiskey suite a sweet you guys for Broncos versus chargers. That's on new year's Eve day. Um, so you can do it by posting your favorite Broncos photos on Instagram and Facebook using the hashtag Broncos bourbon. Um, and on December 1st, it'll be narrowed down to 10 favorites. So you've got some time to figure out what you're going to do, what you're going to post to win this contest, but you better start, you better start thinking about it. But yeah, they've got so much great stuff going on, including the Reiki seltzers made with Breck spirits. I'm such a seltzer girly. So I love that. I love that Breck is offering this. Uh, but yes, Breck and Rich Distillery, more than award-winning spirits, ex- more than award-winning spirits. They also offer an immersive guest experience. They've got a high-quality restaurant out there. Um, and they're out there at the DNVR tailgates. They're going to be out there all season long. Um, so be sure to grab a taster. They've got some really good stuff. All right, so Breckenridge products available in all 50 states. So shop your local retailer or visit BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge spirits. All right, we mentioned our tailgates. That's right, because it's freaking football season. NFL is back. You believe you all made it seven months without an NFL game. Well, over here, uh, we are all about DraftKings Sportsbook, of course, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. They are offering some can't-miss deals for this week. Uh, This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly uh, if you bet just $5 on any NFL game. uh, And DraftKings... DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. So check the app to see which, uh, which, uh, which offer you will get pretty cool stuff. Uh, so download, uh, the app now use code DNVR to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly that's code dnvr only on DraftKings sportsbook the official sports betting partner of the nfl get that crown it's yours all right gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please gamble responsibly. Um, in Kansas, on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, cdkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gambling resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply all right glad we got that out of the way uh let's talk more about all the fun stuff happening down here in in albuquerque so yeah game last night super close the uh isotopes had a Nice little ninth inning rally that came up a little short, but there were some guys who were really showing off. First of all, we have to talk about Jimmy Heron. Jimmy Heron hit a home run, a two run homer in the third. 
and then hit an RBI single in that ninth inning rally. Super fun stuff. Uh, we also saw um, William McIver had a sack fly. That was pretty fun. Um, we also saw the return of Michael Tolia. Michael Tolia literally just got sent down to Albuquerque. It was his first game back yesterday. Here's the thing. He hasn't been in Albuquerque since July 9th, so it's been a while. Um, he didn't didn't have any hits, but he did have three walks, which I think is pretty good considering one of the things that he needs to work on is plate discipline. But he got those three walks in there. That extended his on-base streak with the isotopes to 26 games. So uh, pretty cool. Yeah, those streaks, they continue no matter what, even if you go up to the majors, come back, your isotopes streak still stays intact. All right. Speaking of isotopes, though, we do have, um, oh, wait, I was going to mention Jordan Lawler, huge prospect for the um, Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh, yeah. Hit two home runs off of off of uh, the isotopes. We also saw uh, Tanner Gordon got the start yesterday. He was one of the guys, one of the pitchers who came over in the trade for um, Pierce Johnson, for Pierce Johnson. So another piece of that trade. The other piece of that trade, of course, um, is Victor Vodnik. So I'm going to try to talk to both of these guys at some point while I'm down here. But other than that, other than that, I mean, he did get the loss. Let's talk about the transactions that happened yesterday, though. So Michael Tolia sent down, um, and then Cole Tucker was set up to uh, Colorado, and then Coco Montez DFA'd. So that's rough. That was rough to see. Uh, Cole Tucker, of course, was DFA'd earlier in the season. So, uh, you know, in order to put him back on the 40 man, they had to drop someone. It ended up being Coco Montez. Um, a lot of people down here are kind of scratching their heads about this move. So even though Cole Tucker was doing really well up in Colorado when he did get DFA'd and ultimately ended up back in Albuquerque, he um, he's kind of had a little bit of a slump lately. I think something close to just like over 20 in his last several at-bats. Pretty, pretty rough. Um, but he was doing really well up in Colorado. We'll see what happens, but yeah, definitely one of the more surprising transactions. I think some people were, were pretty surprised by it. Um, all right. We also have, um, we also have some speaking of guys that I'm talking to, we got a chance to catch up with Witten Bernard. Witten Bernard has so much going on. He always has a ton going on. Probably the most interesting man in the Rockies organization, but we had a great conversation. Tiff, are you ready for that? She's given me the thumbs up, which I love. Um, all right. So here is uh, my conversation with uh, Rock with Rockies minor leaguer, Isotopes outfielder, Winton Bernard. Joining the pod, we have a very good friend of the pod. I consider you a friend of the pod. Right. Witten Bernard, back in Albuquerque. You've been up here for how long at this point? Oh, my gosh. Oh, this year this or year, to yeah. in total? I think it's been about two or three months. Okay, yeah. yeah so you, you're back. I'm back. You're back, and you are a fan favorite here. Oh, I love this place. <laughs> I love this place, and the kids, everybody, and the fans. I get along with everybody. I love it. Oh my gosh! Well, we lo we love to see you back. Um, how is it? Just like I mean, we talked to you right after you came back to the organization. Uh, how has it been? I guess adjusting back with some new faces around here. Yeah, I was surprised when I came back because the past two years, um, I had some experience with some players, and then I remember we went to OKC, and Brian Servan was like, "Was anybody on the 21 team with us?" And I'm like, "No, it's all new faces." But 
actually we played it with each other a lot in spring training, so I know a lot of the guys already. So mm-hmm. it's been it's been real good. That's awesome. I love to hear that. Um, I feel like you're always doing some interesting stuff. You're making music, maybe owning escape rooms. Uh, what <laughs> hobbies do you have right now that we should know about? <laughs> oh my gosh, I really am. Uh, latest hobby is I just got an e-bike. I put it together, and I've been cruising around the cities. I, it's just random. I'm, I'm, I'm always doing <laughs> I'm always up to something, so I got a little e-bike and just been running around on that thing. Oh my gosh, so you're not about the scoot life, because I know a lot of guys are about (laughs) scoot life. (laughs) Okay, so in the beginning of the season in Buffalo, Mm -hmm. I got a scooter, and wouldn't you know it, everybody got a scooter after that. We had like eight guys on the team, and we're all cruising all over the place. Trendsetter. (laughs) So all over Buffalo, if you saw people riding scooters, it was the Buffalo Bisons. And then when I got here, I couldn't scooter, I don't know, 18 miles of the field, so I got a little e-bike. I don't go to the field, but... I like going around. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was going to say, that's yeah. still a really long ride. I know. Yeah, I wouldn't go all the way. Actually, I might try it. I might try it once. Wait for the end of the season, okay? <laughs> I don't want any mishaps happening. I don't want, like, your leg falls off, and then they're like, Susie, why did you ruin Win Bernard's life and the isotope season? You're right. I don't want that for me okay. or for you. I'm going to say you did it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Um... Uh, yeah, so uh, can we actually, can, can we talk about the escape room situation? Oh, yeah. um, also, did not know you were such an entrepreneur. I know, right? Well, it was uh, an idea we came up with, like, I don't know, 10 years ago. Yeah. And we're like, we should we should start one of these things. And so we started one in Pittsburgh. It was basically my brother running it. He was, like, basically the one mostly involved because I'm mm-hmm. during the season and stuff. But it was real cool. It was, like, a sports-themed escape room. And naturally, we had to do a baseball themed room mm-hmm. and then unfortunately we shut down because of covid but mm-hmm. um everybody in the city absolutely loved it we had like guys from the pirates come guys from the steelers guys from uh, the penguins everybody was like coming over there and they were loving the escape room a real who's who i know a it was, real who's who it was so cool oh, our, our, damn the pandemic <laughs> i know it was called like murder at home plate and then we had to switch it because that sounded like a little aggressive and so we toned it down a little bit, but uh, <laughs> it, was, it was good. It I'm was glad good. you toned it down yeah, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Some of the parents were like, murder? I was like, no, it's not really murder. Well, kind of, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, when you start an escape room, like, do you pick like a plot for the story? Yeah. Is that? I've actually never even done an escape You've room. You've never done one? I oh, know. my gosh. You know, because they scare me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you pick a plot. It's kind of like a murder mystery kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So was someone actually murdered at home plate? <laughs> Or was it a crime happened? It was a a crime happened, and, like, you have to figure out who did it. Okay. So we have all these clues inside the escape room and who did it and stuff. And so, yeah, it was real cool. Unfortunately, like I said, we shut down. Um, It was, like, a good family business. Like, everybody loved it. Yeah. But if COVID didn't happen, it would have still been up and running. Damn. Would you ever go into that kind of business again? Uh, Definitely, yeah. Yeah. I'm always like dibble dabble and everything, you know what I mean? <laughs> as long as it's fun, if it's something fun, I'm, I'm doing it, you know? Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, uh, all right, so we're here in September, you know, the season's winding down. Uh, what does the off season look like for you? Probably more baseball. I yeah. Can't, yeah, I just love baseball so much. So I didn't get to play winter ball last year, but um, I think I'm going to try to play this year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know which country or where. Um, I know I played in Mexico before I played well, I played in four different countries but mm-hmm. the first month I'll probably like take a little break go to San Diego relax relax the body and then after that it's time to go play again yeah you can't be down for too long no you simply I, can't I can't I'm just addicted <laughs> to this thing it's like <laughs> people were like man you love it I was like yeah I just do it's just something about something about baseball I just really have a passion for well, good. you're in the right line of work. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it sounds like you're in the correct line of work. Um, uh, all right. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining the pod. I appreciate it. Best of luck with the rest of the season. You're welcome. Thanks for having me back on. Good to see you. Thank you.
Oh my gosh. Always so great to talk to Winton Bernard. Um, would be super fun to see him up uh, with Colorado again at some point this season. Uh, so, well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, real fast, let's talk about our friends at Shady Rays. All right. My Shady Rays have been doing me some well here in Albuquerque where it's super hot and super sunny. And the weather is kind of like if uh, Phoenix and Denver had a baby. That's what it's like. So it's super hot during the day here. But I got my Shady Rays to protect my beautiful eyes from the sun. But Shady Rays is our favorite independent sunglasses company. They have the absolute best protection plan in all of eyewear. If you lose or break them, they are going to replace them. No questions asked. So you can do whatever activities you were trying to do with the peace of mind knowing if you break your sunglasses, they will send you a brand new pair. And uh, the good news is Shady Rays, they are offering such a great deal for our listeners. Uh, if you go to ShadyRays.com and use code DNVR, you are getting 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. So uh, listen, try them for yourself. You can get them. And if you don't like them, you can return them within 30 days. You can try them on at the Park Meadows Mall. They've got a store there. But go to ShadyRays.com. See, see if you find anything you like. Use code DNVR. 50% off two or more pairs. Basically, buy one, get one. So try for yourself the shades rated five stars by more than 250,000 people. All right. And uh, you know what? It would be so crazy if we didn't mention our friends at Game Time, of course. Um, you are going to find the absolute best deals on tickets from Game Time, especially last minute deals. Uh, so you don't have to be stressed about buying tickets. You don't have to be stressed about, you know, oh, I didn't plan to go to this event. Guess what? You are going to get the best last minute deals, especially if you wait closer to first pitch. At any baseball game, way closer to kickoff, you were going to find deals up to 60% off. I think someone at our company, maybe it was Vote, said that it was like, you know, this guy's got a ticket that he can't use and you need a ticket. This is like the Tinder of getting you guys together for a ticket. So, uh, yeah, download the Game Time app. Uh, if you use code DNVR when you sign up for an account, you are saving $20 off your first purchase. Um, so in some cases, I mean, you can get some Rockies tickets for super cheap. That could pay for the whole dang group of you to go to a Rockies game. But yeah, use code DNVR when you sign up for a Game Time account. Download that app. Terms do apply, but Creating the account and downloading the app is the most important part. Use code TNVR, but download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I wonder how the ticket prices were down in Arizona. We'll talk about that game a little bit since it was a pretty interesting one. The Rockies won and they haven't been winning a lot lately and it's been very frustrating for them, for us. But that game was a pretty good one. We saw Nolan Jones with an RBI double, Ezekiel Tovar with another stolen base. Um, uh, we saw Charlie Blackman score a set on a sacrifice fly. Uh, Corbin Carroll also hit a sack fly. Uh, so that was the fourth inning, the last time anyone scored in this game. So it was a pretty quiet game after that. But Kyle Freeland... Uh, did go six innings. Kyle Freeland went six innings, allowed six hits, just two earned runs, and two strikeouts. So 
nice to see him kind of getting back into the groove, especially because he's been in a little bit of a funk lately. But that we love a 3-2 win over Arizona. Those Diamondbacks, of course, are fighting tooth and nail for a playoff spot. So we know they didn't make it easy for them. Um, all right. We're here in Albuquerque, though. I want to talk about some of my favorite things that I've seen in Albuquerque so far. Um, it's been so much fun. First of all, it's a very Simpsons themed park. So they have Simpsons statues that you can like sit with and pose with. They're all over the park. Um, here's a couple of them. There's Lisa, there's Marge with a giant Pepsi. Got to represent the sponsors. Uh, I think these are adorable. Um, look how cute and people can take pictures with them. The other thing. Okay. So orbit is the mascot here. He's so goofy. He's like this, like big weird alien but uh he does there's a promotion it's not like a some ballparks do you know the like the, the races like the yard goats have the baby goat race the isotopes have this thing where orbit will like lead them in a dance so it looks a little like a ritual but it's actually just like so cute and funny here it is so it's like these little kids there's always one who like has no idea what's going on to be fair i don't think i know what's going on but it's it's adorable but also, okay, the other favorite thing, this is my third favorite thing. Uh, Piper, who works for the Isotopes, gave me this. Uh, it's my first Isotopes game pin. Uh, the fan experience here really is so much freaking fun. Yeah, so I have a pin. I have a souvenir. We we love souvenirs. Oh, Michael in the chat. Uh, enjoy Albuquerque. Thank you. I will. I currently am. Um, uh, I've had so much good food, so much good, um, so much good green chili. It's been a lot of fun. Um, we got to talk about before we're going to wind out a little bit. Uh, let's just mention uh, Breck Brew right now. Uh, the brew of the month of the DNVR bar is the Broncos Country Pale Ale. Because guess what? It's Broncos season. We are just days away from all of this really kicking off. Uh, but of course, we have to mention that Breck is a proud sponsor of our DNVR Rockies takeover, which is coming up on September 16th. It'll, that'll be so much fun. But yeah, Breck Brew, let's talk about them. Um, they are, they've been with DNVR since day one. Incredible brews for every occasion for, you know, every, for everything you need to drink to. But yeah, Bronco season, whether you're celebrating or whether you're lamenting however this all goes down. But yeah, um, nothing a beer can't fix. Uh, head to breckbrew.com for the Breck Brew locator so you can find where you can grab a case near you. Uh, but again, the uh, beer of the month is the Broncos Country Pale Ale. Uh, what that means is that you can get that for $6, a whole pint of it at the DNVR bar at the corner of Colfax and York. Um, uh, oh, Jeremy in the chats, the DNVR ABQ crossover we needed. That's right. And I am going to be getting so much more content down here. I'm going to talk to Josh Sushan, who I think you can actually see over my shoulder. He's a few boots down for me. I will talk to him in a little bit. Uh, and that'll run on Friday. Really, we need to know more about the ins and outs of this ABS system. Um, I need to check out Mariachi's Night. It's a fun time. And check out the Sandia Tramway. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. So actually, I was looking into the tramway, but the restaurant at the top of it is closed today. So I don't think I'm going to make it because I kind of wanted to do the restaurant, too. We'll see. We'll see what I can make happen. 
But um, I'm also so disappointed that I'm not here for a mariachi's night. I know. I know. It's a tough time to be me. No, I'm having a great time down here in Albuquerque, though. Um, this has been an absolute blast. Um, we're going to wrap up this show so I can get down and talk to some... Uh, Talk to some guys down here. If you have any requests, let me know. Hit me up in the chat. Uh, but yeah, you can find us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. You can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And you know what I like to say about closing out a show. There's no right way to do it. I will talk to you guys on Friday, but Patrick will be on post game to break down this, um, this, Arizona series, but I will talk to you guys very soon.